Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 7 of the Gales Cast. The Gales Cast will air on Fridays once a week, and since we have our Lenten concert coming up, we thought it'd be fit to interview people in the choral arts department. With us today, we have Hallie Ean and Maggie Lennon, both members of the choral department here at St. Ed's. Uh, ladies, welcome. Yeah, two seniors in our grade, by the way, too. But, um, yeah. Well, getting into the choral arts, um, how long have you guys both been in, in, like, I guess, choir or band? Uh, for choir, I've been in choir all four years um, and in middle school, and I've been doing music forever. Yeah, same for me. I've been singing about as long as I could talk, but um, as far as school activities, it started in middle school. So what are you guys doing this year uh, in choir? You know, give us an overview of how the year's gone and, and some of the things you've done. Basically, we have been spread apart, um, six feet or more, and we've had masks on, and we've been singing um, as best as we can. Concerts have been virtual up to this point. We haven't been allowed any spectators. But we finally get to have an in-person concert this next week. Well, now that it is finally our senior year, is there any like specific memories you guys have that include choir? I've got so many memories, I don't even know how I could choose one. Yeah, that's same with me, but I think the most memorable ones are going down to Allstate with Mr. Wagner and oh. <laughs> the girls and listening to music in the car and having lots of fun. I was going to say, because you guys have been at Allstate for how many years? How, you guys have qualified a couple times. We've both qualified three years. Hallie was an alternate her freshman year. Um, but we've only gotten to go twice because the Allstate Festival was canceled this past year. Gotcha. So, you know, in choir, uh, for concert choir, you know, we sing every year in Christ alone. And we've done that. And Mr. Wagner has brought that in, um, you know, since he started here. So now that you guys are seniors, uh, tell us a little bit about what In Christ Alone means to you, like when you sing it and how you'll be singing it uh, at your final Latin concert. Well, one time this year already, I, when we sang it, I was in tears. So <laughs> if that isn't a precursor for what's gonna happen on Thursday night, <laughs> I don't know what is, but. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's come to mean more than just your stereotypical Jesus song. I think the longer you sing it with the choir, the more it comes to symbolize tradition and your involvement here at St. Ed's. I know ever since freshman year, it's been kind of a cool, like Mr. Wagner came our freshman year for anybody listening. And it's been kind of cool having like a person we can get closer to each year. And freshman year, he incorporated this new tradition that he wanted to start of singing in Christ alone with the seniors and the seniors would sing the first two verses and the rest of the choir would sing the last two. And we always sang in Christ alone growing up, but like now as, as a high schooler, it just means so much more to all of us. And it's kind of a cool, cool tradition he started. Definitely a whole new facet of meaning, you know, with yeah. that from those four years. What's some uh, choirs you guys have both attended to? Because you guys are in a couple choirs. Um, personally, I'm in show choir, chamber choir, and the curricular choir. Um, as far as outside of school, I've been a member of the All-State Chorus and the All-Iowa Show Choir. As children, I know Hallie and I did the McSweeney's, <laughs> McSweeney's uh, choir together. 
Yep, I've done all of those things with um, as well um, that Maggie's been in. I also was a feature in the Fort Dodge Choral Society for one of their spring concerts last year. But other than that, I just try to be as involved in as many things as I can. I think if we're talking about show choir, it's only right that you guys tell the Emmitsburg story from our soft or was it sophomore or freshman year? I don't know, but oh, <laughs> if only we had Cooper here on our podcast. <laughs> Too bad we seem to have forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, we were leaving Emmitsburg after a very long day of performing and watching other show choirs, and we are in bus. I think we did roll call, maybe. And clearly we didn't do it very well. <laughs> no, because we got to about Pocahontas, I believe, and I was asleep when Maggie woke me up and said that Cooper's missing, we don't have Cooper on the bus. <laughs> I said, no, that's not true, she you're just lying. That. You're just lying to me. And he was gone, that's for sure. And he didn't have a cell phone either, so there was no way of, for him to contact us. So we had lots of people from Emmitsburg trying to didn't he get a ride from, like, the sheriff? Yeah, he was escorted <laughs> by the sheriff to where we stopped by Pocahontas. Everyone was very mad, but it was kind of a... It's funny to look back on. I know from my perspective, that had to be the worst day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> because, first off, the night before was Sadie Hawkins' dance. Oh, no. So I was already up till maybe 1 in the morning, one thirty in the morning. Right. And had to leave, what, 6 a.m. the next day? for show choir to go to Emmitsburg. Yeah. And then we had to stay the entire day. And besides the fact that we weren't allowed to sleep in the classroom. So yeah, yeah. I was sleep deprived the entire day and I woke up to everybody shouting, saying, where's Cooper? <laughs> Finally, when I fell asleep on the bus. Yeah, choir choir has been, uh, I mean, you guys, you, we make so many memorable experiences being in it. it it's a great time. Um, yeah. This is the traditions we've started. Like, I guess we were talking about before, I guess Brady brought it up, but another tradition we always loved about choir, and it's been going on for who knows how long, but holding hands inside um, the room and everybody's starting to sing someday. Mm -hmm. You guys want to explain that a little bit for us? Well, it's kind of a round type of a song, and um, it's essentially an arrangement of Amazing Grace. And we sing it before show choir competitions, musicals, musicals, any kind of concert. Yeah, just as a way to show that we're all we're one choir, we're one family kind of thing. Yeah, it's also a very emotional tradition that we have. Um, Everything's emotional for you. That's very true. But I mean, it all all of it means more now that this is our last year, and it's been hard because a lot of things have not gone the way we wanted to, especially in the music department. Yeah. So we're really trying to take advantage of all the different opportunities we're given because of just the lack of opportunities we have. Yeah, because, I mean, one opportunity that we would normally have is the All Iowa Show Choir, and I didn't even get to hear back about whether or not I made it this year because it was canceled before that happened. Yeah. So before we wrap this up, we want to ask each of you guys three questions. Uh, the first one being, is there a role model or mentor you had uh, in the early years of high school, and do you have one now? Mm. Kind of putting you on, on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think a role model that I've had 
throughout high school in the choir department specifically, I always looked up to Megan Flattery because she was involved in literally everything. She was very talented and um, I was, I always kind of wanted to be like her, especially in middle school. And now I just say that role models that I have are like Mr. Wagner and other music teachers at St. Ed's because of their dedication to the arts and how much they love it. Yeah, I'd agree. I do have multiple role models. I mean, um, I plan to be a music teacher in my future, so I really do look up to Mr. Wagner to kind of see how he runs the classroom because I think he does a really good job with choir here. And also with his um, side gig as a composer, that's also something I'm interested in. And so um, him and Elaine Hagenberg are two people that I look for um, inspiration from in composing music. Uh, Director Lee Nelson at Warburg College is also pretty inspirational to me because he's just a very good director. Well, for our second question, we'd like to, it doesn't have to be just choir related, it can be high school in general, but a favorite memory that just sticks out to you that you're always going to look back on. Well, this memory we just recently made um, <laughs> that I will never forget ever. We were just leaving Lamar's and for some reason they thought that we weren't going to get ice cream after our uh, two-hour drive there. Yeah, in the ice cream capital of the world. Of the world. <laughs> well, Sean still got ice cream because he went home with his parents, but and he proceeded to rub it in everyone's face. But us, me and Maggie, and the senior girls, along with Jolie and other juniors. Yeah, Jolie really let. Jolie really let it. But we chanted for like 45 minutes for the teachers to give us ice cream. <laughs> Never happened. I guess we did stop at a Casey's. And it just, that was a lot of fun. Empowering. Very <laughs> empowering. <laughs> yeah. Anything is possible when you're determined enough. Yes. Um, oh my goodness, I have so many memories. I know that a lot of my favorite memories were probably from cross country. Um, not because I succeeded at cross country in the slightest. I was <laughs> usually pretty far behind everyone else. But um, I know there was one day it was super duper cold and all I had in my car were a jacket and a onesie. And there was a, fr I think she was a middle schooler at the time, she didn't have anything, she was wearing like a t-shirt. So I'm like, I'm not gonna make her run in the onesie. So I gave her the jacket and I ran in a Finding Dory onesie um, at practice that day. And that's gotta be one of the highlights of my life. Because the senior high cross country team was also there at the trailhead day. And um, I did get quite a few compliments, I will say. <laughs> So one thing we want to leave with is, uh, do you guys have any, have, have any advice for any underclassmen or people who are going to be in high school next year? I would say just to take advantage of everything that's given to you throughout high school because it goes so fast. And I know a lot of people say that, but now that we're halfway through February of our senior year, it's really kind of hitting home that soon we won't be coming back to St. Ed's, and that's kind of sad, but we just take advantage of everything, give in, be involved, and have fun. Yeah, um, I think that there is a lot of importance in getting involved and trying new things, but also I would say like 
leave time for yourself to just be a high schooler. Because I know, especially like freshman year, I, I was so busy and I've come to realize that some of the best memories aren't the ones you'd expect. It's not, you know, performing at musical or even competing at state. It's when you're in the hotel with your friends before the state competition or it's the lot parties and all the different things that happen outside of your scheduled events. So you just gotta leave time to make memories. Well, with that being said, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us today with Hallie Ean and Maggie Lennon, seniors at St. Edmund. And now we're gonna bring Brady O'Brien, the guy behind the scenes to the mic to interview Mr. Wagner and Mrs. Blair. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, now welcome Mrs. Nancy Blair, Director of Middle School Core Arts. How are you? Great, thank you. Great. So how long have you been teaching here at St. Edmund? This is my 26th year. Wow. Yeah. Have you had a good time here? Great time. Sounds here. like you've liked it if yeah. you've been here that long. Uh, so our Lenten concert is coming up this year. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's. I started in the Lenten concert 19 years ago. It used to be just a high school concert, and Mrs. Feltman asked the middle school to perform on it, and we joined in, and it was just such a great experience that we just continued joining on. It's a great example of the kids to hear the older voices, and for everyone to hear how voices change from sixth grade on all the way up through high school. Sure, it is a great concert, very different from our Christmas and our spring concert. Yeah. Um, this year with COVID, how are you approaching that? Um, is it any way different this year? Well, we're just spreading everyone out on the bleachers and you know, we have six feet between everybody and it's been a real different experience for the kids to sing with that much distance between them. But I think they're handling it pretty well. Sure. Do you think it's helping build better singers out of them? Well, they certainly have to listen to themselves and be a lot more confident in themselves. For so, sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So what are some special memories that you remember of past Lenten concerts or in the progress of making this year's concert? Well. Maybe one of my favorite things of all the concerts is always the large combined number that we did, 6 through 12 at the end. We've done a, like a wide variety of different kinds of music from spirituals to African folk songs. And it's just been really fun to hear all the voices together and get that feeling of everyone being unified and working together. Sure, and this year we don't get to do that, no, sadly, with COVID. Um, but this year it is a, a very big difference and change. Do you think the kids are still taking on to the concert as well as they have been in the past, or do you think that with COVID it's tougher this year? Oh, it's definitely tougher this year, especially, you know, learning all the parts and middle schoolers especially are not as confident and they're just developing voices yeah. so you know it's been a little harder for them to to do the turnaround from Christmas to the Lenten concert it's been a really quick turnaround for them but I think they're handling it the best that they can sure at this time yeah and how many Lenten concerts have you done in your past this is my 19th wow so, yeah it's a lot of music <laughs> it's a lot of songs but I, for me, the Lent concert is one of my favorite as far as the literature, too, because, you know, we do Christmas, that's beautiful, that's wonderful, but it's seasonal, you know, mm -hmm. and then our spring is a Pops concert, so that's a different genre of music, and this is one that we really concentrate on making beautiful voices and, and praising God. Alrighty, and so what is one of your favorite songs that you're doing this year? 
Well, I like them all for different reasons, but maybe my favorite, my favorite, maybe not the kids' favorite, but my favorite is PAA soup, mm. which is in Latin, and it's just so velvety. Sure. Sure, and that's one of the things that I think is great with choir. Um, sure, we get to learn Spanish here at St. Edmund, but also with choir, we get to learn so many different languages. We've learned African, we've learned uh, Latin. It's just amazing all the different kinds that music itself is a language, but also the languages we use to sing. Right, yeah. We're exploring humanity mm -hmm, and for sure. lots of cultures. And would you agree that this concert really brings the whole choral department together? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, we we're we're a pretty tight knit group, anyways, as far as teachers, and but it's, this is a great collaboration between all of us for sure, and the students too. Well, Mrs. Blair, thank you very much for joining me today. Well, thank you for having me. All righty, now we have Mr. Ben Wagner, director of Nine through Twelve Choral Arts. Mr. Wagner, thank you for joining us in the podcast room. Could you tell us a little bit about our Lenten concert coming up? Well, this concert is going to be the first department concert of the year because of COVID. Um, and we're going through a lot of mitigation to make it work. Um, it's in a different spot than it has been in the past. We're going to, instead of having it in a church, we're having it in the gym. But we made that choice so that we could fit in as many families as we possibly could. Um, we're putting our students in the bleachers and we're going to space out, but it should be a night of good music all the same and we're still planning on giving a message and sharing a story and uh, showing off our hard work. Sure, sure. Um, so what are you looking forward to the most and is there anything you're worried about this year? I think one thing that I am really looking forward to is um, just kind of like turning around and seeing the families of all my students for the first time in the middle of a concert because that hasn't really gotten to happen this year. Um, I've gotten a lot of support from families that I'm really grateful for. Um, like when we released our Christmas concert, I got a lot of nice emails about that. But it'll, it'll be nice to have that immediate response um, that I can see. And there's going to be a little bit of audience singing involved. And it'll be nice to... I don't know, bring the sounds of St. Edmunds near and far into the gym. Yeah, yeah, and I know one thing that's really special is our song in Christ Alone that I think is one of the most powerful songs. Do you think it's still going to have the same feeling even though it's not in the church um, area? I think no matter where or when we sing that, um, it will always have the same amount of impact. And I've noticed that even like when I play that just on the piano, but we'll still have the freshmen and the sophomores and the juniors staying together. The seniors will still be pulled to the front and acknowledged. They will still sing those two verses. Um, there will probably still be some tears. I know the parents who have watched seniors in the past sing that, who are now parents of seniors themselves, I know they'll probably get a little teary. And I think kind of just because of the legacy and tradition that song represents. I got to think all of my students are going to be proud to carry on the, the, that legacy and tradition. Yeah, and it is, this is the seniors' last Lenten concert, and they only have one or two concerts left before the end of the year. Is there anything that really stood out you with, to you this year with the seniors? Well, this senior class stands out to me first and foremost because they were my first freshman class, and it's been... Um, it's been extra special to just see them as 14 and 15 year olds and now they are 17, 18, in some cases 19 year olds. And I feel like I've 
um, been blessed to be a part of their journey into adulthood and it's everything that that class does this year I, I'm just so happy to celebrate it with them so I think that they will be moved I'll be moved to be a part of it with them um, it, it'll be a good event we want to thank everybody that's joined us on this episode 7 of the Gale podcast I'm Sean Flattery and I'm Brock Stunnick and thank you for listening today Till I make my eyes